0: So if you love the show, please donate. Little known fact about my guest today. She was part of the historic Jump the Shark episode of Happy Days, which is an expression still used today. It originally referred to Fonzie jumping over a shark on water skis. She has since been part of television history by appearing on award-winning shows like Mad Men, Homeland, The Newsroom, Treme, The Good Wife, and HBO's upcoming series Divorce. Welcome, Talia Balsam. Hey, okay. Hi everyone, my guest today is actress Talia Balsam, a woman who has had an extensive career on stage and film. She made her Broadway debut in the Neil Simon play Jake's Women, which happens to be where the two of us met many moons ago. She has appeared in over 30 films, 50 television shows, and just as many plays, but some standouts include On Film, In the Mood, All the King's Men. Mass Appeal, Trust Me, The Cake Eaters, The Wackness, Conviction, and No Strings Attached. TV credits include Happy Days, Taxi, Kent State, Calamity Jane, The Larry Sanders Show, Mad About You, Almost Perfect, Without a Trace, K Street, Treme, Homeland, The Good Wife, and Newsroom. She was the maid of honor at my wedding, a role for which I have bestowed upon her many awards. And most listeners will know her as Mona Sterling, the wife of Roger Sterling, played by her real-life husband, John Slattery, on Mad Men. Most recently, she has been playing one of the best friends of Sarah Jessica Parker on the new HBO series, Divorce. Is that correct? We. Oui, yeah, which is um, a new show starring Sarah Jessica Parker and you and Thomas Hayden Church and Molly Shannon Molly and Shannon. Tracy Lutz. Amazing. Are you allowed to talk about it a little bit and just tell us sort of the themes of the show and what interested you about it and what the experience was like in one breath? So, no, I
1: can't talk about it. <laughs> um, I don't think I can talk about it. I, I can talk about it's coming on. Can you I can, tell us the premise? Um, divorce, I think, speaks for itself. Okay. Um, it's a comedy with tones of realistic issues that go okay. on in a marriage. And uh, so Thomas Hayden Church and, and Sarah Jessica are a married couple and uh, Molly Shannon and Tracy Letts are a married couple. I feel like I'm giving, like, am I allowed to talk about this? I don't know.
0: I don't think you're saying anything yeah, that wasn't in there. the Hollywood Reporter Thank as you. the plot synopsis. Oh, my so, God, you guys, there is someone here with an HBO security jacket on who just came and is escorting Talia Balsam out of the you're podcast fired.
1: clubhouse. That is so sad. I am um, so sorry. Well, well you shot gone. season one. It was good. Well, good. But it is uh, navigating your life with uh, at a point in your life uh, you know, your children are involved and mm. so that it's not so, you know, clean. Well, yeah. this
0: must be something easy for you to do because you have a child. And once you were a child. <laughs> I so was once a child. You
1: have a lot to draw. And on. my parents were divorced and married many times. So, so you it was see? Like, you know.
0: Well, let's talk about
1: that because I don't know
0: if people know. Taya's father is Martin Balsam. Who won an Academy Award for A Thousand Clowns, but basically is in any famous
1: movie? Psycho. Psycho, 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Little Big Man, Catch 22, to I Pelham, know, uh, the, the. Taking a Pelham 1, right. 2, 3, um, for personal faith. favorite. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I actually do, you know, he took me to that movie. I actually saw that movie with him and went into a theater with him, which was, I made it very, I think he really liked that movie. I would say he worked at a time in the film industry and, you know, on Broadway when uh, it was very good to be a character actor and there was really interesting directors, filmmakers, and so he really... Had great advantage of working with really interesting people traveling, and he worked a lot in Italy, and he, um, you know, I, I, I look at that as like a really interesting, good That is a with great options. career. And your mom is Joyce Van Patten, yes. and
0: she comes from her own acting family dynasty, because Your mom and her brother, Dick Van Patten, who most people came to know and love, although he had a huge stage career starting at the age of nine, starred as the dad on It Is Enough.
1: With their beginnings and then their life uh, in sort of the Broadway theaters, children actors and Shirley Booth and Montgomery Clift and all the people that they worked with. And uh, Dickie had lived with the Lunts when they would rehearse. That part of their lives, which is sort of... um Lesser known, and a huge part of it, was uh, I think people knew Dickie, you know, when he was on TV and stuff, but they have a long history. But it had gone way before, because your right, grandmother yeah. was like a full-on yes. stage mother, like Completely. Mama Rose.
0: Did your mother and Dickie have other siblings that were also at the time put into show business? No,
1: they were the two from that marriage, and then my mother's father remarried and had four other children, and... Uh, and Tim Van Patten is one of those kids, so it gets so Tim confusing. Tim Van Patten was
0: on The White Shadow as an actor
1: as a yeah. kid, and now he's like a huge, you know, television producer, absolutely director, Boardwalk Empire. But my cousins, Dickie's kids, you know, they were all sort of known when they were teenagers, and Tiger Beat. I was thinking it's Vince Nels
0: and Jimmy. W- and Jimmy Van Patten. Right, if reality television. Around the world, when you guys were growing up the Mm -hmm. way it does now and make celebrities out of people, they would be like the male Kardashians (laughs) of their time (laughs) because – Everyone knew who they were. Beautiful, blonde, Italian boys. They all played tennis. Yeah. Their dad was super famous. Their mom was this elegant Hollywood hostess. And then Vincent was a professional tennis player. Right. I mean, and, uh, so there was also that on top and of it. And now he's married to Eileen Davidson, who <laughs>
1: stars on a reality show yes. called The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I feel like my... Family, because there were a lot of marriages and, and different Well, how many parts. marriages were there? How many times was your dad married, and how many times was your mom married? My dad was married three times, and my mother was married four times. And so there, there's been, uh, in and out of my life, many people and who did different facets of the business. Was it inevitable that you joined the family
0: circus? I mean, what was your memory of how acting was introduced to you as a career idea?
1: Well, my memory, my strongest one is, and, and this is where we sort of split, is I think my cousins were were, were children actors, and that was um, embraced. But from my mother's point of view, that was not something she wanted me to do, to work while I was in high school. And so anything that I did, and my father also, they were like, you can study, but you're you're not going on auditions. You're not, you know, that is not going to happen. And for me, that was good. I wasn't a very extroverted Mm -hmm. kid. I wasn't a kid who was in high school productions. I wasn't set that way. And so for me, it was more on the weekends, I would get myself to the Strasburg Institute on a Saturday. I think I was just, uh, it was just different for me.
0: So when you were growing up, I'm sort of picturing like some version of, I don't know, like people smoking and drinking and talking about politics and movies and
1: plays. Sort of describe more L.A. at that time. Some of L.A. was very threatening as a young girl and kind of being out there. And, you know, it was also because there's different time periods here. But for me, you know, in high school, having a car, driving Mm -hmm. around, like Mm -hmm. that was sort of great. But in my household, I think mostly because my mom had started a theater company in LA for New York actors. There was a lot of reading of scripts and in the living room. And that was when I was home for the summer. Right. (laughs) What I would do is like watch a bunch of actors read scripts in a living room.
0: Were you jealous that the boys got to go off and be child actors? Did that look
1: awesome to you? I wasn't jealous. Um, I don't, I think I was ready to do that. I think I used to, like, answer Vincent's fan mail or something. I don't that was I like was. $2 an hour. That was a really good job. I think that was free.
0: I think that you – I think I have a signed date by Ted by him, and it's
1: – I should compare handwriting. Damn. I bet that was yours. I think it's mine. No, so, you know, that was uh, that was – you know, they. I think they had a different experience of it. And I was in boarding school, so it wasn't really. So how old were you
0: when you started boarding school? I was eleven. Oh, you were little. Yeah. You were like in. I was sixth like eleven to fifteen.
1: Yeah, really. Do you recommend that? <laughs> huh? I well. Because I have a twelve-year-old, uh... and I'm really looking. <laughs> I would say <laughs> it ain't pretty. I have uh, fond memories of Treehaven, but it's uh, you know the, my education was not uh, it was not great there. But I had other things going for me, like being in the 4-H club uh-huh. and uh, barrel. I was a horse. I would ride horses and stuff. I was not doing that in L.A. And so things. I, I mean, I guess you're, the point is things were a little up in the air for a kid my age, and mm-hmm. that was probably a That's very right. good thing for me.
0: I don't know if people are aware of, but Talia seems to go from iconic show to iconic show because Talia began her career working on shows like Happy days and <laughs> cheers, like really long-lasting. Is that uh, a
1: good thing? Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, yeah. I don't
0: know. What do you get recognized most, would you say? I don't is, get
1: recognized for anything. I, I want to was... recognize
0: you right now you... for being an amazing <laughs>
1: friend, Thank you. woman, activist, and hmm. person. Yes, um, I appreciate that a lot, I quietly studied acting on my own kind of— In secret. In secret. It seemed like a secret. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first audition? My uh, first audition – well, I remember for me, like, I had a first job on a movie of the week called Alexander the Other Side of Dawn
0: wow, starring okay, Eve Plum.
1: Oh, oh, my goodness. But my first audition where I re- kind of really remember, you know, getting the job and it was the three-part happy days. <laughs>
0: so, That's amazing. Talk us
1: Nothing. I just read and then, you know, it was like, it was a big deal for me. I was 18 years old or something and it was – you got a three-parter. Three-parter. What was your part in Happy
0: Days? And what was it like on this? Was it a happy uh, set? Happy uh, Days.
1: I was very green, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. And right. Ron Howard was very, very sweet to me. I didn't know right, left. I did nothing. And I um, think you're selling yourself short. <laughs> I think I know, you I didn't. knew your right for your left. I didn't know my camera right <laughs> from my camera left. Right. <laughs> so That's he was hard. sweet, and they were all sweet, and uh, that was, you know, became the jump the shark episode, which gets referred to a lot. I mean, when you talk about that now, they just some of these jobs that I had that I learned so much from. Mm -hmm. But I I think at that time, what I was trying to do is get experience. That was a good job to get. I got the job on Taxi, playing judge. You know, those were good jobs to get for me. Who Um, were the
0: actresses at the time that you knew
1: that were part of your circle of girls auditioning? Oh, I think at the time... I mean, this is a long time. You know, at the time, Rosanna Arquette. You know, we were sort of going up against each other. There was a lot of others, but she and I were friendly. Yeah, we were friends. The thing for me that was big was a movie called Kent State. It was like the first, not the first, but a mini series, um, and that was a huge job for me. And I was able to move to New York um, after I did that job, and that had a lot of cachet. Mm-hmm. And um, and i played one of the four students and so that was a big job for me and sort of after that i did a lot of movies of the week but then i started to get films and i got some you know indie films and then in the Mood was sort of, I was probably 25 when mm-hmm. I did that. To me, that meant a lot because I felt like my acting got better. And it's unfortunate, because I don't think many people saw that movie, Dirty Dancing had come out at the exact same moment, and that was a huge, you know, thing. And and that's a movie where I was like, I w-, you know, that was a, a great part. Then I got a better age. You know, then it just started to shift in my mid-20s. But I definitely, definitely had a very strong... Desire or Bend or whatever it was to do theater. You know, I was always going back to New York.
0: It's so interesting to me. My father is a, a CPA and my mom is a teacher, so I never had any guidance, obviously, in terms of how to approach acting specifically. And I wonder, having both parents who were actors, what was their influence, if there was any, on on how you
1: approach acting? I think that the, the sort of energy around taking it seriously, studying it and, you know, not it's not a lark. You know, it's like something you work at. And I, I think that definitely was passed on. Maybe that work
0: ethic started so early with your grandmother. I mean, what what was it about your grandmother?
1: I think my grandmother, you know, wanted to be an actress. And uh, was around that time where, you know, go to California and, you know, all of that. But I think she also had beautiful blonde children. And I think knew a way to sort of access them into maybe having a different life. And she did. She absolutely did. And your mom got married for the first time really young, right? Yes, my mom was married at uh, 16 or 17. Um, Which even
0: then was, like, was that
1: scandalous? It was a little bit scandalous. Mm -hmm. I think the story is that my mother was on the road in a play, and my grandmother said to an old family friend of ours who was also an actress, Mary Jackson, who was like a grandmother to me. Please keep an eye on Joyce. And um they were on the road and the next thing my grandmother knew is my mother had eloped.
0: (laughs) I guess Mary Jackson didn't (laughs) do a good job (laughs) keeping it up. You're a terrible
1: guardian. (laughs) Oh my that gosh. happened. Was she married to an actor? <laughs> he was, I guess. I don't know what happened in those days. You know, like, he came in and he acted for a little while. And then I don't know. <laughs> how it and married Joyce.
0: And, but, yeah, he was. Did you ever think, okay, the one thing I'm not going to do
1: is marry an actor? <laughs> I've been in enough relationships in my life with actors where I thought maybe this, by the time I met John, maybe, like, being with an actor isn't what I should be mm. doing. But he's so is the word atypical of that that mm-hmm. I, I think that just kind of yeah, hey he seems more like a plumber yeah right <laughs> i think of john Slattery. i think <laughs> let me think he seems like I a think, plumber um, yeah
0: <laughs> just the way he wears his pants so low like that he's going to love that he's too. so good with a wrench yeah he's really good at... <laughs> i mean if you want something done in your house who are you going to call John Slattery. Slattery. (laughs) Because you know what John Slattery has? The number of the person who can come fix the thing in your house. he got a good cell phone. Um, Yeah. But he has a nice aesthetic. I would definitely call John Slattery if I wanted to to like. decorate? Yeah. Like I'm thinking of wallpaper. He'd be like, I'll be right over there. Yes, that's our common
1: um, bond, actually. We both like wallpaper. I know. I like wallpaper, too. I love it. I know. Um, So, yeah, at that time, I mean, because I certainly hadn't thought about that before, but I think at that point in my life, I was like, maybe this, maybe this, but you know, I I don't know. I like actors. I think that you can kind of commiserate together Mm -hmm. in a good or bad way. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, you know, I didn't make any bold statements. It's worked out. So
0: far, so good. So far, so good. Do you still audition? Seriously? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, <laughs> do I still audition? <laughs> did
1: you think I was going to say no? I don't know. No. Well, you could create whatever perception of yourself. Does anything come to mind for you? I did audition for its play on Broadway, and I, for some reason, I got it in my head that they were lying to me that it wasn't an English accent, that it, it was Scottish. Because <laughs> they had all. I just thought they don't get the difference. It's Scottish. <laughs> So I go. I just thought uh, I'm taking my my matters into my own hands. Like I don't believe them.
0: So I, go I don't in. believe this writer knows what accent <laughs> his character has. Nor does the director, who's been working on the yeah. play with him like, for five, five years.
1: You know, so I walk in with you know a really bad Scottish. It wasn't even mm-hmm. like I went to like oh I have a much better Scottish. You know. Not only do I have the idea, <laughs> yeah. I'm fantastic at this. Anyway, that went really badly. So but at
0: what point during the audition when you're like, <clears throat> so I'm I'm telling you, I, 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 this is Scottish, right?
1: Uh, I, didn't, I didn't lead with that. I just <laughs> did it. And then I realized when I saw their faces that. <laughs> I was like, "This is English, right?" Yeah. I said I had this thing, you know, and then I started backpedaling, and then I had to leave because, you know, that was ridiculous of me.
0: In your recollection of this story, do you think you finished the audition, or did you walk out? (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) yes.
1: I walked out and completely. That's that. Basically, that is humiliating yourself. But I, I sort of (laughs) something I like about the fact that I even did that, which is weird. I don't know what, why I did that, but I just had a strong conviction, and um, I just did that, and I'm so sorry.
0: So, I have a question for you just because you come from kind of growing up in a family that was so devoted to doing good work. They always went
1: back to the theater, right? Definitely. They always definitely. went back to the
0: theater. Can you still learn lines? Do you have anxiety about learning I lines now, at this yeah. point?
1: Yeah, but not uh, less so for play, just because I feel like you can. Rehearse? Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're. Or you can write your lines down on the table.
0: You can write. write (laughs) What about on Mad Men? Because I know that Matt Weiner, he wanted every word spoken exactly as it was on the page with very little room for improvisation or mistakes. Was that your experience when you did
1: Mad Men? But I believe in that. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the same when you do a play. I think for me, the only time that it becomes improvisational as if you don't have time. On Mad Men, that was very relevant to do that. Can you tell me how you got the job on Mad Men? Oddly, I spent seven years auditioning for Sopranos, and Matt was Is in the room. that all you did for seven years? <laughs> I That's... feel I like never got the job, <laughs> I, but I would go. I would just be you, like, you know what? I'm going to go. For seven years, I didn't know where you were. <laughs> I was like, why? Yeah. She's a terrible friend. However many years they auditioned people right. in New York, I was... Okay, so there. you auditioned a lot for I the show. I auditioned a lot. I shouldn't say seven years. In, but a lot. A and lot. And Matt weiner wrote was, for that show. He was aware of me. I always felt like I did my best in those mm-hmm. rooms. He never and, used a Scottish accent. He <laughs> never used a Scottish accent. Right. And so, um, I, you know, this is sort of a testament to just showing up, I think. Because right. I think there, you know, I, I think at some point maybe someone would have gone, you know what, they're probably never going to use me. Like, let's just forego that. But. I didn't. I was a fan of the show. I, he remembered you, and you yeah, were impactful. Yeah, I feel impactful. like he clocked me. So time went by, and then there was conversation with John Slattery about the show. Mm-hmm. Matt asked to have dinner with John, with uh, Timmy and Wendy Van Patten. and So Matt by the time had you a... had this dinner that you're talking about, John Slattery had been cast as Roger Sterling. I don't know that he had. There was still this pilot, and Matt... He wanted John for Roger, and he said there's a part of his wife, you know, somewhere down the line. I'm thinking of you. He said that to you. He said that to me. And unlike a lot of people who say these kinds of things, he actually did it. Uh, It happened. They made a pilot. Then the pilots—I mean, there's so many things that happen in such a fortuitous way for that Mm -hmm. show. So, yeah, I heard what Matt said. You know, by the time that came around— I was like, Abs- sure, absolutely. Why wouldn't I?
0: Isn't it nice after all these years to finally just be able <laughs> to talk about something out loud without fear of, like, you know, know. someone coming with a so muzzle? No, why
1: are so No, well, because of social media. How about media? Woody Allen? Woody
0: Allen, no one gets to see a script until they're literally yeah. on the set. And then they take the blindfold off the actor and the hood off the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about that... it, the dark warehouse and <laughs> let them. All right, now go act. I think that happened. I think my father was supposed to do a Woody Allen movie. and Oh, my God. If your dad saw the way scripts are delivered now with, like, our names on them and, and basically security guards standing there while you while you read it. Well, anyway, I just want to tell you how excited we all are about watching you and the show Divorce on HBO. And, uh, Tal, I just want to say thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Well,
1: I just turned you <laughs> off.
0: Clouds <laughs> can make the wind Also, on Twitter, you can find me at Alana Levine. Instagram is Little Known Facts Podcast. And on Facebook, Little Known Facts Podcast. You can also feel free to rate and review the show on the iTunes show page. This podcast is recorded at Hanger Studios
1: in New York City. Thanks for listening.